0: Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget when you're shopping on Amazon to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: The The future of radio is here.
0: There has gotta be a pattern to this though. It feels like something is it's something's trying to be told to me, and I don't what? know what it is. I don't know Okay, when did it's true to become a hippie. I'm not trying to be a hippie, but I'm just saying that it everything seems like it's there's some kind of there's some kind of meaning behind it.
1: All right, you're trying to read the why message. Would I be,
0: why would I be dreaming all of these things? Somebody's got to be able to piece this together. And it's clearly not me. I'm going to have to rely on you or maybe some listener Thanks, that would, Greg, that would possibly know.
1: Your positivity you know, about me is always charming.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Eckstillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. All right. We have a fantastic show lined up for you here today. I'm going to explain what this is at the beginning, because it's getting to a point now where I need some answers. It
1: seems like it's kind of impacting your day-to-day life.
0: It is, because it's so vivid. It's so strange. All right, I'll I'll explain what that is. Uh, Before I do that, I would like to remind everybody that this Thursday, yes, This Thursday, if you are in the Portland, Oregon area or near it Is going to be Fun Employment Radio's Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon Presented by Small Town Brewery Which are the makers of Not Your Father's Root Beer Awesome! It uh, It is a wonderful, wonderful beverage and fine sponsor And it is going to be a great night So that's this Thursday night, November 12th and we are going to be uh, hosting Sarah and I hosting Fun Employment Radio yes. Bingo Night,
1: and I do want to stress, Greg. Like now that we're getting closer, like yes, you want to show up on time to sign up because you're going to have to sign up, and it's going. To, there are going to be a lot of people there.
0: Yeah, so and, you want to
1: make sure that you get there, get get some drinks, right, and get on the list.
0: Well, and you can you can come later, but I mean, you know, the earlier that you're there, the better. Registration opens at six, and then uh, Bingo starts at six thirty. So yeah, I mean. You can come later, but you may miss out on some opportunities. That's what I
1: wanted to say. Like, yeah. I don't want people to be disappointed if they show up later and there isn't room. But
0: so there's saying, still going to be plenty of hanging out. Yes. So that's fine. Show up later and just hang out with all of us. Mm-hmm. That's all good, too. But yes, we are very excited. So if you can come down Thursday night, 6 p.m. at the Landmark Saloon, right there at 4847 Southeast Division, there's more details on our website. Oh, my gosh. At FunEmploymentRadio.com. I'm
1: so excited. This is the first time that we're ever doing something like this, too. I mean, we've hosted, you know, mm-hmm. comedy nights or anything like that, but this is our first, like, We're hosting a bingo night. I know.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm we're kind gonna have of to be calling bingo.
1: Oh my God, we are gonna be. Yeah. We're gonna be bingo callers. See,
0: but now, do you think you can handle it though? What if like I have to get up and go away? Can you call the numbers? I Would can you,
1: totally call the numbers.
0: You can run it on your own.
1: Yeah, and then like, when do You it want it gets me to, to like, sit back
0: and just let you handle this? You want to run the show? I'm gonna
1: make number puns. I'm gonna look up. See, bingo, this is why you can't be up left in, bingo bingo in charge. Number puns. You
0: can't be left be in like, charge.
1: Oh, 69. 69. Get it like the like the sex position.
0: No, then you got to say yes, please. Something like that. You have what? to make it like really awkward. Ew. Yeah, no, that's what you have to do. If you're gonna make like bad bingo jokes, you have to go to something like that.
1: Are there such thing as bingo? Like, do you think anybody has like had their entire bit about bingo?
0: Inside bingo humor, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I mean, I'm thinking maybe you can, uh, maybe you could figure something out like that. I
1: mean, I probably should. People are there to enter. You know, it is fun employment radio's bingo night. Yeah,
0: I think you should be the kooky lady. I mean, this is this is basically your future anyway. Let's be honest. Hmm. When I it comes know. down to it, you I are know. going to be the kooky bingo playing lady now and when you're 75. It's going to be the same thing.
1: I do like bingo.
0: Yeah, I know you love bingo. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe you could, you could like jazz, jazz it up a little bit. Okay. You know, because I talked about what my, my version was going to be. And maybe we should have different auditions of how we should be doing a bingo night. Like, because when I do it, we, I brought this up before. Like, when I'm hosting it, I want it to be more of like a show. Like more of a, like a, like I'm the entertainment, bingo's kind of secondary, but I'm up there song and dance numbers. I do a little, you know, batting around with the audience there. Like I do a little chat, a little crowd work as I'm walking around the room and then, you know, and everybody's like enthralled with what I'm doing up there and they're like, oh, look at this guy. And then, and then I'll be like, Hey, N17. Let's see what we got right now. We need an N17. So anyway, as I was saying, it's a lovely night out here with all of you tonight and boy, do I see some lovely ladies?
1: Oh my gosh. Some winking
0: and I'll do some winking and clicking? I found some bingo lingo. You? What about the winking and clicking? I
1: don't want to be the winker and the clicker. Cl- you didn't
0: listen to a single word I just said, I you? was
1: looking at bingo lingo. You're going to do the winking and the clicking. I'm going to do the jokes. We've established this. All right. Greg, let me give you one of my bingo jokes. Okay. What do vampires play bingo with? What? Stake Steak money. <laughs> What has a whole bunch of little balls and screws old ladies? A bingo machine!
0: I'm letting you get used to the silence that you're gonna be.
1: What is black and white and screams, yes, yes, yes!
0: <laughs> Where is this one going?
1: A nun winning at bingo! How do you get a sweet little old lady to say the F word? Get another sweet little old lady to shout bingo. Um, let me see. I found some bingo lingo. Oh my god, this is this exactly is how what your set's gonna go.
0: Because I'm giving you an example of what my set was. This is exactly. This I, is what it's gonna be You're hanging me
1: out like. to dry it in. You know what? I'm just going with it. I'm just.
0: It. <laughs> I just. I just want to know. That's that's what it's gonna sound like.
1: All right. So slang for bingo lingo. So their traditional nicknames referred to particular numbers if they're drawn. These nicknames are sometimes referred to by as bingo lingo. They are rhymes for many of the numbers from one to ninety, some of which date back many decades. <laughs> okay,
0: what well, give us give us an example of some bingo lingo?
1: All right, let's see bingo lingo. So when a number is called, players must respond with the rhyme behind the number. Oh, maybe we can print these out and then people can say it.
0: <laughs> what's the okay? What's the rhyme behind the number?
1: Uh, let's see. So if you get a two, it's one little duck, me and you
0: i was taking a sip of coffee when you said that these are wait a minute these are things that people shout out during bingo so mm-hmm. if somebody goes like b2 one little duck me and you that's yeah. what you're supposed to shout back mm-hmm. who does this uh
1: number so b12 i don't is think one sarah dozen, yeah, two it's two like dozen. sarah
0: doesn't even have headphones on <laughs> i'm talking to myself here <laughs> i'm seriously talking i'm talking like talking to a television it has no idea what I'm responding back. It doesn't care. It's like talking to some kind of machine that doesn't even know I exist in the room. This
1: isn't very politically correct. If but you get yet number number eighty eight, it's just called two fat ladies.
0: Well, yeah, that's not like it's not quite politically correct. No. no. Okay, so what what are some other ones? What are, what are some other ones, Sarah?
1: Uh number thirty three dirty knees. These aren't really number thirty three
0: dirty knees. Dirty knees.
1: Number 17, the age to catch him. What? What is wrong? <laughs> with are you with this looking up here? Bingo
0: Lingo. It's a guide for pedophiles. What what I are don't know. you bingo reading?
1: Bingo Essential Slang.
0: Seventeen, when to catch 'em?
1: That's when to catch 'em. The age to catch 'em.
0: The age to Yeah, I'll make sure and bring up that joke while we're there. At
1: that the, would be not That'll go over creepy. well for me.
0: Hey, 17, the age to catch him, am I
1: right? Ew! All right, so number sixty nine is Okay, so it has four different ones that you can say. Uh Uh-huh. It's uh, the same both ways, your place or mine, either way up.
0: What is this for? What number? For number
1: 69, Greg.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: The same both ways, your place or mine, either way up, or meal for two.
0: (laughs) All right. At some point during the night, when you call number 69, you have to say that. You have to incorporate that in.
1: Meal for two? Yeah. and imagine oh, that's there's, so gnarly. Imagine there's oh. some
0: people that will be, be here at Fun Employment Radio's bingo night. That, that may not, not
1: know us. That
0: will not yeah. know us or will not have listened to this episode. They won't know. But what is that, under the G column?
1: Yeah. Or, that's or O? The, that's the O, okay. I think. Yeah.
0: Okay. I want you to practice it. <laughs> All right. Here it is. It's 069. Go ahead.
1: Uh, Got oh, 069, oh, 069, meal for two.
0: <laughs> no, no, you have to do it.
1: That's so... you have
0: to do it once.
1: That's so vulgar. And you have
0: to do it loudly.
1: <laughs> meal for two. Oh, Ew, so gross. Oh god.
0: Yes, yes, there has to be some way that you we have to do we should come
1: that. up with our own bingo lingo.
0: I don't want to come up. It can be involved. It'll bingo. be like
1: a fun. It'll be like a fun challenge for everybody. Like we can print out our bingo link fun employment radio bingo lingo.
0: What would it, what would an example be of bingo lingo?
1: I don't know. It has to be better than what this garbage is.
0: Oh, sixty-nine. <laughs> what were some of the other sixty-nine? Ones? Okay, every time there is a there's an O sixty-nine read, you have to read one of these things. You have to do one of the jokes. No. Yes, I will well, put they that aren't up. Well, they're even listeners. jokes. They're just they're just vulgar they, sayings, just, they, which is amazing. That's what you have to do. All right. Well, we'll we'll come back to this. Okay. We'll come back to this, but I really think that you need to do it.
1: Okay that's not I think happen. that's
0: important. We'll leave that up to the listeners to decide whether Sarah should do oh 69 jokes during fun employment radio <laughs> bing- bingo nights <laughs> all right well uh, back to what <gasps> we're-
1: wow there's some I'm sorry I just looked at another bingo joke
0: talking to wall what's up
1: I-, I looked at another bingo joke and it's really me- there are lots of like fat people jokes about bingo
0: that's just not very nice well where are you getting these jokes from
1: bingo guy.com.
0: Well that's could be part of your problem. It's bingo guy.com. How do you
1: get 100 cows into a barn? You hang up a bingo sign. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Right? Yeah, maybe this isn't where you should be learning your, your lessons from, because I know you, and you're going to internalize those jokes oh, and Jesus. accidentally say them, because you're going to get nervous.
1: I will. You're going to
0: freak out. You're just going to start spouting things, because that's what you do when you get nervous. You just start, it's just constant gibbering. And somewhere in the back of your mind, you're going to remember that joke, and you're just going to say it. In front of everybody. And that's that's what's gonna happen. I do
1: have a blonde joke for bingo. Oh wow, okay. It was Ladies' Night only at the blonde bing all blonde bingo hall. The night had been pretty boring. Not one single person had a bingo all night. The last game was up for Grabs with a huge bingo prize of three thousand dollars in the pot. The game drags on and on. Nearly every blonde in the house had to uh was trying to get the big blackout. Finally G forty seven was called, but there were no shouts of bingo. The frustrated bingo caller finally gets up and throws the bingo machine off the stage. All the girls were shocked, and the caller says, I've called every single one of the balls. How come nobody got a bingo? What number are you waiting for? Altogether, all the blonde ladies shouted, Jesus. Free space.
0: Come there while we have one night of it, anyway. Uh, Fun Employment Radio's Bingo Night, sponsored by Small Town Brewery at Landmark Saloon. <laughs> so maybe the only one you get. You're going to want to be there for it. Uh, all right, let's let's move on to, to something else. What I was talking about at the top of the show, and it has to do with what I'm trying to piece together. Now, if okay. you've been listening to the show over the last couple of weeks, there's people noting in the live chat, by the way, live subscribers, funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. They're they're really liking your material. It sounds like cool. Yeah. It's, Good stuff, according to Mr. Jenky. All right. Um, but if you've been listening over the last few weeks, I have been having, I don't know how other how else to say this, I've just been having really strange dreams that make no sense to me. Like, strange. It's getting weirder and weirder, and super vivid dreams that are coming back. And and I've talked about some of them. There was, uh, you know, the ones with, which well, I still don't understand. It sounds weird every time I say it, but the pregnant monster fake pregnant monster ladies mm-hmm. who were monsters but they were they were either form-
1: fake monsters who were pregnant or they yeah. were real monsters who were fake pregnant
0: yeah I don't really know yeah. which I'm not really sure entirely on that one and then there's been some other ones too that, that go along with that but then last night uh, or la- last night but last week I had the dream where I met that guy who was like following me around everywhere and I asked him his name and I woke up and wrote down the name and his name was Bibi Shapiro and he dressed Bibby. Bibby Shapiro from the 1930s and he wore a gray suit with like a gray little hat and a mustache Sure. and he would follow me around everywhere just like kind of slightly behind me and I wasn't annoyed with him well I mean maybe I was a little annoyed but sure. I wasn't bothered by him I was just like who are you why are you following me around and then he told me his name was Bibby Shapiro I made him spell it and I woke up and wrote it down so that was that was one of the most recent ones mm-hmm. so there's that there's Pregnant Monster Lays there's, there's all the other ones that I've been having too and I, I'll pull them all up but I'm trying to find like a common thread here. And this one, this seems like maybe I'm I'm going on the same thread because this dream that I had last night also took place in the same general time period from what I could tell. I could tell okay. it wasn't modern. I knew it wasn't modern. I felt older. I mean, for all I know, it could have been like in the 30s too. But the reason I couldn't exactly pinpoint it was because in this dream- Were you Bibby? No. Well, I, I mean, I don't think so. This last dream I had last night, though, I wasn't in a city because the one with Bibby, I was in a city and I was driving around in like an old, uh, you know, Model T or something, whatever a 1930s car would be. And this dream, though, I was out in the woods and I lived in a log cabin. Hmm. I lived in a, a pretty big log cabin out in the woods. It was it was mine, you know, and but there were other people that were hanging out there, too. And this dream had like a couple of different phases in it because okay. I went outside and I would walk around, but I knew something was like dangerous outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was it was light out, but I was like, eh, it's a little scary out here. There's something going on, and that's when I saw a man in the distance, and a bear ran up and like <laughs> mauled this guy in front of me. Oh, like maybe maybe like a hundred yards in front of me, and so this bear attacked this guy, and I I was like, oh no! And then it turned around and started running towards me, and I ran in my house, and then. That part of the dream, I ran around the house and I knew it was out there and I knew there were other people out there. So I tried to sneak outside and go find other people. And then the bear would see me and it would stand up there and, you know, and try to attack me. And then, so that happened for a long time. Like I went back and forth with this thing and it kept like getting people, but it wouldn't quite get me, even though I knew it was. Have you been playing to... any
1: video games that have like animals in I thought about that. Yeah. And
0: I have not. I have not been playing any video games with animals in it. Because that does sound like something that sounds like something that could have been from uh, like dead or or uh, red why am I forgetting the name red uh dead redemption red dead redemption, thank you and I was piecing it all together in there, stringing it together
1: I'm disappointed that I knew that
0: red dead redemption mm-hmm. but no, I have not played that in months, so that's I don't think it's from that because then the other part was there were also wolves that were attacking and got into the house and there was a wounded one, and I like protected the wounded one from the other wolves. So the wounded wolf was like my—I don't know. I just decided to protect it, and I attacked off the other wolves. I scared them away. Okay. What does that mean?
1: I think maybe you got a little too into your Jon Snow character, and maybe that's why the you're like protecting your dire wolf.
0: You think so? Maybe. You think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Jon Snow—I dressed as that. That was like a week and a half ago.
1: Well, maybe he's still in your mind because you're—you know—might be doing the photo shoot.
0: Okay. Huh. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe that's possible.
1: I think, yeah, and you're pr- trying to protect, like, your dire wolf, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as for the pregnant monster ladies and all that other stuff, I have no idea.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I don't... I, I mean, I, I was hoping for a more elaborate response than...
1: Well, they don't... Uh, like, nothing seems to go with the other things, so I don't... I don't... I don't know.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Sarah. You've been absolutely no help.
1: Well, Greg, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't... I didn't know the connection between the dreams. But it seems like you're getting braver as it goes along. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're putting yourself into harm's way, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's pretty commendable. I was hoping
0: it was going to be something noble that you would have something, you know, I to still contribute think it's some this. sort of like past life talking flashback to a
1: thing that you're having. Okay. Not talking to a wall because I don't know how to analyze <laughs> your stupid dreams. I don't know. But I'm saying like every time you dream about being in the 30s, I think it's like some sort of past life. Because I really truly believe that you're haunted in some way.
0: Well, I hope not Uh, Tony in the chest says Getting four hours of sleep per night Does that to you That's true I don't sleep well Um, Okay Uh, Here in the live chat We've got some other other, uh, options here I was really sure that Sarah Would be the first one To completely lose her mind But it does seem that Sarah Is the rational (laughs) one now Greg is batshit crazy Well, I mean I don't know Maybe just sleeping Greg is Sleeping Greg's gone crazy. Mm-hmm. But, but like awake? normal, awake Greg is fine.
1: No, awake Greg is analyzing what sleeping Greg is what doing is and, taking it as, and taking it as if it's something significant. What
0: is sleeping Greg trying to let me know? Like, I need to know what it is. Don't move into a cabin in the woods. No, I don't think that's it. I, I mean, maybe it's that uh, I'm a leader because I uh, attacked off bears and I tried to save other people from bears. Hmm. I'm trying to turn it into something good for me.
1: I know you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Sarah, you are of no the use. The Bibby
1: one's the most interesting one to me, though.
0: Bibby? Yeah. yeah. Bibby. Does it mean
1: to get a specific name like that? Because when you had that dream years ago, when you had that address, and it mm-hmm. turned out to actually be a real address here in Portland, that was creepy.
0: yeah. Yeah, there was that was that was really disturbing because mm-hmm. yeah, I remembered it specifically. But that dream took place in the fifties. Okay, yeah, and then what? The other dream that I had recently too, like there were several of them, and I've talked about them here on the show. Was where I was the guy who found all the drugs. I was in like some like like Asia or some some place tropical, mm-hmm. and I found drugs in a cave, and then I went and sold the drugs, and then I bought a big house with them.
1: So it shows you have like no moral qualms with destroying people's lives with drugs and making a profit off of it.
0: I suppose if you put it that way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I was stealing from drug dealers, so I figure in a way that was a good thing, even though I did sell the drugs in the dream and then just took the profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess then by that definition I would it, be a It drug shows dealer. the kind
1: of person you are. It shows that you can profit from other people's misfortune.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it was a nice house in the dream. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Sure. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> uh, okay, Shockwave in the chat says, Sleeping Greg is letting loose all the things awake. Greg is trying to hold in. Well, that's...
1: That's true. Because maybe you've always had these dreams, but awake Greg wasn't ready to hear them.
0: Uh, It's also being asked in the live chat by Kristen, shall we start bets on how long before he starts doing stuff in his sleep, like sleepwalking, driving, cooking, murdering, those kinds of things.
1: Oh, I mean, you could have already started, and we just don't know.
0: (sighs) It's true. I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. I know I I don't believe I sleepwalk. I've never been told that I sleepwalk. I sleep talk a lot, but I don't think I sleepwalk. Hmm. Not that I'm aware of why would you be? That's true.
1: hmm Could be just, maybe that's why you're tired is because you're up running around all night. Do am just up out running bottoms, around in the city? Do you wake up in the bottoms of your feet are all muddy? That would be creepy.
0: <sighs> that would be creepy. hmm huh. You wake
1: up in the morning and like look at your feet and they're
0: covered in dirt. That'd be weird. What if I come home though and I sleepwalk and I take a shower afterwards and I just don't even know about it?
1: That could be it too.
0: Because I wouldn't sleep with my shoes on. Mm-mm. I would sleep with my I would probably put my shoes on, I would think, and then take them off before I went to bed. I don't know. Maybe I have done terrible things in Mm -hmm. my sleep. Now that's something to worry about. Yeah. Well, that's another reason not to sleep.
1: Most likely you have.
0: You should record your sleep talking and analyze it. That I don't want to do. I don't really want to do that. I could do that. It would be easy to do that and, and have the recording, but I would be afraid of what I'd say. I'm afraid I don't want to know what I say. What if you're like
1: talking to somebody?
0: I guess I could bring home a recorder and do it.
1: Do you have like a like a voice activated?
0: No, I've got one though that I could record all night with and just load the file and see where there's sound spikes. Yeah. I don't know though. That kind of makes me nervous. If I were to do that, I'd be afraid of that. Ew. All right. Maybe I'll do it.
1: Oh, you totally should.
0: Maybe I'll do it and I'll see what I see what comes up. Oh, that makes me uncomfortable though. It should make if you there's uncomfortable. some weird stuff. By the way, funplumbment you can uh, slash store, you can pick up a copy of Nightmare at Nibblers there on our website. <sighs> Ooh I don't know. I don't know if I want to know what what I'm saying in my you sleep. You
1: absolutely should.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what
1: if it picks up your like you having a conversation with somebody else that's like not there?
0: Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh,
1: that would be so fucked up. That
0: is really fucked up.
1: Oh god, you have to do it now. What if you're up all night talking to like a, a ghost friend and you don't even know it?
0: I don't know. I mean, I wake myself up talking all the time, and I, I honestly do. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just come to and I'll realize I'm like saying words, and I wake up like I'm, I must have been talking in my sleep. When I talk so loud, I like wake myself up. So I wake up talking, and then I'm like, oh, why did I just? Why did I just say that? I do this is getting going in a different direction. I wasn't expecting it to go in today. I do know some of the things I do know I say no a lot. what? Because <laughs> so I've woken myself up saying no, 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 no no, no. I'll say that like not a screaming no and then I'll wake up and I'll, I'll come to you while I'm saying no and I'll be like, oh, that's weird. What am I saying no to? I don't know.
1: Oh, that's creepy.
0: yeah. That's I, sw- I swear, that's that's honestly happened several times. I just didn't think anything of it. Is that weird? Mm,
1: yeah, that's pretty weird.
0: Okay. Yeah, that does happen. I
1: wonder what you're saying no to.
0: Hmm. I don't know. If there's another voice on there, I don't know if I want
1: to. Oh, you have to. You have to know.
0: <sighs> maybe I'll do it. Maybe. Maybe I'll do it.
1: And by maybe, he means definitely, just so
0: you know. I don't know. You have to. I might to. need some. Okay, I will do that. I'll record myself sleeping and I'll play back whatever I find. But then for bingo night, for every 069 that gets drawn, you have to say something creepy. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, then I will record myself sleeping in the middle of the night. And after, yeah, okay. So bingo night, you have to sit there though 069 dinner for. (laughs) Hell! That's so gross! That's so gross. Oh, 069, my place or yours? Uh.
1: That that doesn't even make sense with the joke.
0: Well, kind of, doesn't it? No. I don't know. Well, then, okay, you can, you can you can figure it out.
1: There's only going to be, like, the, oh, 069 once, so we have to, like, pick a phrase that I have to say.
0: No, no, you... It'll get drawn more than once we're playing different games. Well, I
1: know we're playing... Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're going to have to do it more than once.
1: All right. Okay, if and only if you record the deal. yourself.
0: Fine. I will record myself sleeping. I can't guarantee there's going to be anything on it, but I will do it. I will record myself sleeping. When? Tonight? Fine. I'll do it tonight. Okay. I'll do it tonight. <gasps> yeah, I'll do it tonight. Okay. Because I need to do it now, or otherwise I'm just, I'm never going to, I'm going to back out.
1: Yeah. All right. And then right. And then if you do that, I will say creepy things after... Let me pick 69 okay done dinner for two Ew. Ew. all right
0: all right let's do some world of crazy uh,
1: okay that's that's just disturbing that's
0: really upsetting
1: I can't wait like that was on like a casual bingo site like
0: I don't know if bingo guy is casual
1: it's supposed to be uh sassy jokes Oh, hello, my friends. Oh, Jules looking at me still. Greg, look. A Night Without Tama. I have my poetry book in here. No big deal. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, this first story is making the rounds, and it's out of Hillsboro, Oregon.
0: Oregon, all right.
1: Hillsboro. Of course, it's just uh, right across the, across the river, across the way, isn't it? It's over there, right? It's...
0: It is that way. It's yes, that you way. do have to cross a river to get to it. I wouldn't say it's right across the river. It's
1: it's across the river,
0: a ways out yes. there.
1: Anyway, now police are on the lookout for a woman who was dressed up like Snow White, who decided to attack a statue of Saint Francis by chopping was- off its head.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: Yeah, it's it's just a statue, Greg. But this is left to some of the children. I'm at the sorry, school it's just, just a lot. To.
0: A lot to register here. So it's a woman dressed as
1: Snow White. Snow White. Who was caught on camera beheading a statue of St. Francis at St. Matthew Catholic School in Hillsboro.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. So now they're on the hunt for this woman. They don't know who she is, but she was dressed as Snow White when this
0: incident occurred. Was it on Halloween?
1: It wasn't on Halloween. So they don't, uh, they don't know why she did it, but she oh, is... Oh, unf- wow.
0: There's a picture of her. She is... She's creepy. She is really disturbing. It's she, a very good costume, though.
1: It's a very good Snow White costume, and, and it is unexplained so far as to why Snow White was caught gazing and smiling up at the surveillance camera in front oh. of the St. Matthew's Catholic School before her accomplice blocked it with an umbrella. Oh, she
0: had an accomplice.
1: There was an accomplice. They never saw the accomplice because the accomplice just blocked the camera with the umbrella. So... Um, Yeah, so there's no explanation as to why Snow White decided to assault the statue of St. Francis, uh, smashing the head and
0: the bird. Yeah, what was her... I wonder what her issue is with St. Francis.
1: I don't know, but they... uh, So they've scoured the surveillance video. They're trying to uh, recognize her face. And Snow White and her friend were the only one to come near the statue that night, so they think it was them that did it. Um, Meanwhile, they're trying to find the woman who the Hillsborough priests have dubbed Creepy Snow White.
0: She can come up with anything. Well, I guess. I mean, it kind of works. I mean,
1: it is. It is creepy. Yeah. So now, uh, police are on a manhunt in Hillsboro for creepy Snow White, who assaulted a lady. Saint hunt, Francis. if you will. Mm-hmm. My parents have a statue of Saint Francis in uh, our backyard.
0: Did Snow White smash that? As I well? don't
1: know. Okay. I cannot tell you.
0: I wouldn't think she'd be that hard to track down because that is a very good Snow White costume, like she's got on there. Mm-hmm. Looks. Looks. That's a good, that's a well-made costume. You're
1: you're very impressed by the costume. I'm impressed
0: by the costume. I'm saying she probably would stand out. Somebody's, she's worn that costume before. Somebody knows. Somebody's going to know.
1: You think somebody knows who she is? Yep. And they're going to find her? Yep. I want to know, like, yeah, why would Snow White be so angry that she wanted to smash a statue?
0: I don't know. It's just not good. These are the mysteries. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should go undercover.
1: Yes, Greg. Go undercover in Hillsborough. All right. Try and track down Snow White.
0: You know where I could find a Snow White this time of night? Oh, wait, does that sound like I'm asking for something else?
1: Uh, Either a prostitute that looks like Snow White or... or, Oh, yeah, or some snow. Looking for some Snow White.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Okay.
1: I just picked this next story because of a really uncomfortable phrase. So a nine-year-old girl surfing in Melbourne was hospitalized after being bitten uh, by something this past weekend. So the girl was bit on the foot by what they could only describe as a toothy sea creature... While surfing at Paradise Beach around 11 a.m. A toothy sea creature. They couldn't identify what it was. They said it probably wasn't a shark, but they don't know what it is. Just a toothy sea creature. So she was taken to a local hospital to treat her non-life-threatening injuries from the unknown animal. Uh, So doctors said that the injuries are consistent with a toothy fish, but they don't seem to believe that it's a shark and they're not sure what exactly it is.
0: A toothy fish. A toothy sea creature. Ew.
1: I don't want to know about undefined toothy sea creatures. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, so the beach is flying a double red flag now. Do you go swimming in the ocean? Uh, not really. No? I'm still traumatized when my sister and I went into the ocean in Mexico. And, uh, like we were just in there for probably like a minute or two. And, uh, uh, what is it? A jellyfish? Oh, yeah. Wrapped itself around Heather's leg. Yeah. And she got like severely welted. It was so awful. And I'm like, okay, we were in there for a minute and that happened. I don't, I think I'm okay not being in the ocean. Mm. Do you go into it?
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're so tough. No. <laughs> I, just, I just blank it out. like, yeah, well, something's gonna bite my toes off. It's gonna happen. Oh
1: boy. All right, well, now, now officials are investigating what happened and what kind of animal actually bit the girl. As of yet, it is unknown. Toothy sea creature. Yeah, I don't like that. All right, so I wanted to ask you this. Have you heard, I, I put this in World of Crazy because I keep seeing it posted everywhere, and you're definitely going to hear about it, so now I want you to be able to know what people are talking about Okay. when they bring it up. And I put it in World of Crazy because it's just stupid and crazy. So there's this thing that's happening today, I just saw it for the first time, about Christians being unhappy with the new Starbucks holiday cup they issued. So Starbucks every year has a different theme of like a holiday cup, be it like snowflakes or like snowmen on it.
0: Okay. I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah, so this okay. is a thing. Apparently the cult of Starbucks, like people love their holiday cups. And they what, Starbucks, collect
0: coming crap or something?
1: I don't know if they collect them, but I mean I think... That it's a big deal? It's a big deal because I guess it's it uh, signifies their holiday season. Okay. So now Christians are getting upset, not all Christians, but, you know, a select amount, a select few Christians, are getting up in arms about the fact that there aren't any snowflakes on their cups, and they're saying that because Starbucks is just putting out the red cup...
0: So, yeah, what does the cup look like? It's a I of the re- know. It's a red
1: cup. It's okay. the red holiday cup. All right. No snowflakes. Christians are now saying the absence of snowflakes on the cup defi- uh, denies the hope of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because in previous years, Starbucks' iconic holiday clubs... Right. Which they use in lieu of white cups in November and December feature wintery or Christmas-themed designs like snowflakes, ornaments, or nature scenes. Wait, snow
0: <laughs> snowflakes represent the hope of Jesus? Now,
1: I guess so. Well, this year's cup they went for a red minimalist design uh, was meant and was meant to embrace the simplicity and the quietness of the holiday season. One group not being quiet: the people that are pissed off about the red cup. Do they even go to Starbucks? This is a no. People are they don't want to spend their hard-earned money at starbucks anymore because they feel like it's oppressing their love of jesus (laughs) so it says that this is a huge problem for some people who feel the plain red cups are oppressing christians (laughs) by insulting christmas
0: (laughs) i thought the colors for christmas are red white and green their logo is green and white i'm not saying shop at starbucks i'm just saying isn't that christmas colors i mean
1: well let me tell you one concerned citizen named andrea williams of christian concern it's a christian organization uh, Andrea says this is a denial of historical reality and the great Christian heritage. <laughs> no wait,
0: please explain the historical reality. Part the of historical
1: it. reality and the great Chris, uh, Christian heritage behind the American dream that has so benefited Starbucks. This also denies the hope of Jesus Christ and His story so powerfully at this time of the year.
0: Oh my gosh! Wow.
1: So again, they're
0: really putting a lot into a cup.
1: Again, let me say, it wasn't like pictures have, of Jesus. It wasn't crosses. It wasn't mangers <laughs> on the cups, It was snowflakes it's like and king snowmen. diamond
0: on there or something upside yes. down crosses. And-
1: also, there's it's another just thing. a red cup they're mad about? That they're mad about the red cup. They're mad about the red cup. And also, some Christians have been combating the evil red cup by telling the baristas that their name is Merry Christmas. So they have to print out Merry Christmas on their, on their red cup. So at least they get a little bit of Jesus back. This is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. People are up in arms over a goddamn cup. I just... Like, seriously, Greg.
0: Well, no. You're going to see those... it
1: everywhere now.
0: It's those people that have this much time on their hands and so little else going on in their lives that they care about a red cup at Starbucks. Like, in a way, I'm kind of in awe.
1: It is pretty. I mean, like, how simple must their lives be? Like, yeah. they must not have, like, a, a care sounds in the so world. It's so boring. They must just be just... Fancy like, free if, like, the thing they, they get up in i just wake up and be about. like,
0: I need something to be pissed off about today. I'm going to find it, damn it. You know what? The problem is I would probably be good at that. If I were to go down that line, I could find something to be mad about.
1: Oh, I know you could.
0: I could. I wouldn't.
1: You could fully commit to some crazy cause. I know you could.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just yeah.
1: so you know, if you're supporting Starbucks with your money, you're supporting Jesus bashing. <laughs>
0: That's pretty much it. And you probably want to take... Uh, what is it, the gay soldiers that take Christmas no, away? gay soldiers ruin Christmas. For the kids, yeah. For the, for the children. Yeah, we all know that.
1: Well, we had a surveillance story earlier with the snow white. This one would be super embarrassing. So a Staten Island woman has been caught on videotape allegedly stealing Halloween candy and toys off of her neighbor's porch. <laughs> oh. How embarrassing would that... I mean, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But this woman was actually taped with her child stealing all the candy and toys off of this this couple's front porch. <laughs> yes. Uh, so 33-year-old Rasha Roman was issued a ticket last night after uh, cops were uh, able to identify her as the person responsible for the Halloween candy caper. That's uh, what they're calling it. Roman is accused of stealing two buckets full of candy and snacks along with a second bucket full of toys uh, while her husband and her 8-year-old son looked on. That's really teaching some good ways to your kids.
0: Yeah, in front of the kids, too.
1: Well, when Ramen was uh, contacted by the media to explain herself, she said, you know, mistakes happen. It was a mistake. That's all I can say. It was a mistake.
0: No, the mistake was you got caught. That is not Mm -hmm. the first time you've stolen things off a front porch. Oh,
1: God, no. That was not a one time I
0: I freaked out and it was an accident. It's like a mistake. You didn't accidentally steal anything. Yeah. Like, that's not... (laughs) That's done it. Oops. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I went up onto oh. your porch and stole everything off of you. I took
1: everything and also recruited my eight-year-old to help me carry all the stuff I'm stealing. Oh, uh.
0: I forgot all about that. Sorry, my bad. My
1: bad. My bad. Uh, she goes on to say again, I'm really sorry. It was my first and last mistake, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't talk about this. Now, she is going to be in big trouble if they actually find her, can, if they convict her of this. She could face up to a year in jail. Just for steal- for stealing the candy off of their front porch.
0: I mean, I don't think she should get a year in jail for it, but definitely this public shamings will.
1: <laughs> well needed.
0: Yeah. Especially with your kid. Oh,
1: my God. Forever, if anyone Googles her name, it's going to be like, she's the lady that stole the candy off of the porch. Yeah, what's her name again? Um, uh, Rasha Raman.
0: Rasha. Wait, what? Is that a real, her real name is Rasha Ramen?
1: Yeah, uh, but it's R-O-H-M-E-N. Oh, okay. Roman? I don't know. All right, and finally, we're talking about your haunted house, and I wanted to tell you about this one that's for sale for only $1.5 million, Greg. Mm-hmm. Well, a 50-acre complex that once housed a infamous mental institution is considered one of the most haunted places in Michigan, and it is up for sale. I wonder if Keelan's familiar with this since, it, you know, he's from Michigan. So this is the Eloise Complex on Michigan Avenue in Westland is listed for $1.5 million in a price that includes an old fire station from the 1800s, a decommissioned power plant, and two maintenance buildings. So the Eloise Complex, where this mental asylum was, is so famous that there was a movie actually made about it called Eloise.
0: Huh, okay.
1: Yeah, and so over the years, the site has housed many things, including a mental asylum, a tuberculosis sanatorium and a county hospital. So uh, this is for sale. The entire thing is for $1.5 million. Uh, It is also known yet to be extremely haunted. So people have reported seeing. So explorers were rumored to have discovered jars of human body parts randomly in rooms, documents outlining strange medical procedures and creepy snapshots of patients in the abandoned buildings that were torn down in the 1980s. Most recently, there's been a woman repeatedly sighted wearing white and has been rumored to see on uh, be seen on the upper floors and the roof of the old building. Some have reported also hearing strange moans, screams and roars on the old asylum grounds.
0: It's how much is it 1. 1. 1.5. 5. 5.
1: And it looks creepy as hell.
0: yeah, but is that worth one and a half million dollars just to buy a creepy old building that's it's fifty a- down? no you
1: get the fifty acre comp like fifty acres oh okay yeah it's a huge amount. Wanted to let you know that you know when the time comes to sell your house, if and when you'd like to, you can just mm-hmm. tack on the, the haunted aspect and make it even more appealing.
0: Okay, I like yeah, that idea. There you go. Yep,
1: all right, there you go. That's my world of crazy. All
0: right, hmm, good talk. I don't really want to record myself sleeping. Well, you're going this.
1: to, ha- well, then I don't really want to say creepy things after we call that's 069. nothing. For somebody who doesn't know, who doesn't like, who hasn't heard, you're this gonna show, be the creepy
0: girl. That's gonna be I'm awesome. I'm gonna be the
1: super. They'll be like, what's the what the fuck's up with that bingo girl? Yeah, That's creepy.
0: That's awesome. Recording myself sleeping is not. All right, let's do some ball talk.
1: Maybe I'll do that thing like in Paranormal Activity where she stands next to the bed for like five hours.
0: I'm not. I'm not doing video. Oh, I'm not you recording have to do video. video. No. No, I'm not doing video of myself.
1: What are you afraid of, Greg? Uh,
0: that. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't want to see myself sleeping. And plus, I wouldn't want to show that video to anyone anyway. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls.
1: All
0: right, we got a potpourri of balls. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Some of them actual serious stories, but I figure, you know, just like you informing me of the Starbucks up, I need to inform people about things that are going on. Uh, One of these is kind of started off, uh, I mean, didn't necessarily start off, but it gained some traction because of something associated with sports and now it's come to a conclusion, which is actually pretty good. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. It's a very complex story, but I'll just give you the basic facts of it. University of Missouri. Okay, the University of Missouri school system has a, there's, I guess there's four colleges that are associated with it as a president by the name of Tim Wolfe. He is the president of that four-college-campus-university system. Okay. And he has been under a lot of fire lately because of several different racist things that have happened on University of Missouri campuses, and yet it seemed like he has not done anything about it. Hmm. So there's been a lot of calls of a black student group being called all kinds of terrible names. Uh, There was, and this is an actual thing, somebody drew a swastika in feces... On a wall. What? Yeah, at ew. One of these campuses. And ew. Yeah, ew. And a lot of people, I guess, have talked about how the president of the university system didn't seem to take any of this seriously and didn't really do anything about it. Didn't try to make any changes. Didn't. Didn't really listen to people, mm. and people were very upset. So upset that a bunch of members of the University of Missouri football team, which it's a it's a top level team, it's the Southeastern Conference. We're talking big money. Big money team. Mm. Uh, they said that a bunch of the players said, "We are on strike. We are not going to play until he is he either quits or is removed as president of the university system because he does not respect. He, he's done nothing to 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 help with all of these issues that mm. are going on. He, okay. hasn't, he hasn't done really anything. And they did that. And there was actually a, a picture that was posted of the coach, the coach of University of Missouri, who. I believe he's white, actually, um, but it was him and like all of his whole team, and he posted a thing saying, "We're a family. I'll stand with my players," and they're all like locked arms, like the whole football team, mm-hmm. saying they're not going to play unless, wow. unless this guy goes. Yeah. And today, this uh, today he did step down. He stepped down. It as worked. president. It worked. Uh, the guy didn't really seem to be. He kind of had to step down, and his speech is really weird. It's it's a like uh, yeah I understand there's things but this isn't how you do it and blah 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 blah. It kind of goes all over the place. You can okay. tell he didn't really want to step down, but he he has to step down. Yeah. So it did work, and they got him, uh, they got it, uh, they they got him removed from there. And I guess one of the main things, yeah, that they were talking about is just that he hasn't done anything. He doesn't listen to anybody. He Doesn't try to take any steps to try to rectify these situations. Which if that's going on, yeah, that's fucked yeah. I mean, he needs that's to do bullshit. something about it. Yeah, you're the one in charge. That's your that's your job. So anyway, there we go. Started off with kind of a, uh, a little bit of a sports tie into it, but definitely a bigger issue than mm. that. Uh, moving on to ball talk. A potpourri ball, smattering, smattering a ball talk. A
1: smattering, if yeah, you. Yeah, there's just
0: there's just some some odd some odd stories, and then we're gonna end up with uh, with one that's just hilarious that I find funny. Oh God. Um, bouncing around Portland Timbers. Congratulations to them. Portland Timbers moving on in the playoffs. They beat the Vancouver Whitecaps in Vancouver 2-0. They're got, now going to be playing uh, Dallas. So they'll be playing Dallas, I believe, next week. I can't remember if it's here or there. I, I, I'm i not sure. But it's going to be... or Maybe it's two weeks from now. Two weeks mm, from now. Okay. Yes. But anyway, Portland Timbers moving on to the Western Conference Finals.
1: Oh, exciting. Which
0: is, which is awesome. If so, it's in
1: the finals, can they tie?
0: No. The, what they do is they play two games. Okay, but yes, I guess so. Yes, they can tie because in
1: this last round they mm-hmm. tied the first game, right? They
0: did. So here's how it works: they'll play two games. Either the first one's in Dallas, and then the second one's in Portland, or vice versa. I don't remember that. Either way, they play two games, one on each each team's home field. Now they can end the the games can end in a tie, um, and if they do, say the first game is. 0-0, and it's in Portland. The second game is 2-2, and it's in Dallas. The way it works is Portland would get to move on because away goals, if everything else is tied, away goals count as more. So, if the, ostensibly, the, the you take the total of the two games.
1: Okay, that makes sense. That, that took me a second. I get it now. Yeah, you take okay. the total
0: score of both games, however many goals are scored. If those scores are tied, the team that scored the most away goals gets the nod to go ahead. Okay. So if cumulatively after two games, it's four to four, whoever scored the most away goals. So
1: like if uh, if the Whitecaps had scored three and Timber scored two, would the Whitecaps have moved?
0: Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. I mean, the basic score still counts. Okay. So, okay. so that, would have, that wouldn't have that have mattered. But even if the Whitecaps had scored two goals last night and the game ended 2-2, since it was in Vancouver, Portland would move on because they scored two away goals.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Versus their two home goals
1: Alright, that makes sense
0: Yeah, it's They still shouldn't have ties But anyway There it is Um, So yeah, congratulations to the Timbers Moving on to ball talk Let's see We've got
1: A mildly functioning computer
0: No, I'm just (laughs) deciding which one to take. There's a lot of serious things. Okay, I'll say this. Uh, Shocking news developments for world sports. Shocking. Russia is being accused of doping, of cheating in sports. Uh Uh-oh. In a story no one ever thought, would have ever thought, would come out. Sure. Russia has been accused. The motherland? Of cheating the system. And basically, in uh, state-sanctioned, allowing their athletes to use steroids and human growth hormone, and then destroying the tests and covering it up.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Shocking information.
1: That upsets me almost as much as Starbucks red coffee
0: cups. It does, yes. So the IAAF is considering, they're, they're actually looking into trying to ban Russia or suspend them from the Olympics next year. I kinda of doubt they're ever gonna be able to do it. There's gonna be some way they'll get around it. But there's gonna to have to be something, because all of this evidence has come out now about about them doing it. I believe it was a Canadian reporter, like I haven't read everything, but went undercover and found out all this information about how the state has basically sanctioned it. There we go. That's the big the big international story. Okay. Shocking news, the Russians may have cheated <laughs> something. Alright, let's get to this. Um We'll get to a fun story here. Okay, before I do the fun story, let me do one more thing, just educational piece. Okay. Just educational piece. Do you know who Greg Hardy is? No. Fuck Greg Hardy. That's all I got to say. So Greg Hardy is a player for the Dallas Cowboys. If, If you've seen this name a lot, I know for people who don't follow sports, you may have seen the name Greg Hardy lately and don't know what it's about. I'll give you just a quick brief explanation so you know what it is. And, and what the big issue is with that Greg Hardy's a player for the Dallas Cowboys He was convicted last year Of severely beating his girlfriend And there's a whole bunch of horrible things that he did associated with that um, And he was, he was found guilty Went to court, found guilty But at the last second um, It wasn't enforced It was basically thrown out Because the woman, his ex-girlfriend Didn't come to court and, and fulfill her obligation on that And basically she was paid off And so he got the conviction thrown out and now he's back in the NFL, even though he was convicted.
1: So he actually did do it.
0: Yeah, but, but she got well. Out. Yeah, he was found guilty. Excuse uh-huh. me, he was found guilty, but they they didn't go through with any kind of a punishment. He got thrown out because she didn't cooperate. Um, and he's back in the NFL right now. He plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys let him play. He's showed no remorse or anything for what what has happened. He isn't. Uh, he's an awful person. He shouldn't be in the NFL. He shouldn't be allowed given that opportunity that's being given. So he's a sack of shit. He's a sack of shit. Okay. He's a sack of shit. So there you go. That's who Greg Hardy is. It's okay to dislike Greg Hardy. He's okay. He sucks. Anyway, there we go. Had to get that little education out there. Now we got this one. Carolina Panthers. Now, there's the big trolling thing that was happening last week where the Carolina Panthers, where everybody was saying they were 6-1, even though they were 7-0, just trolling actual Panthers fans which is hilarious. Mm. And now we have this though, another story with the Carolina Panthers. So they are they did beat the Green Bay Packers yesterday.
1: Which one did you predict was going to happen?
0: I didn't predict on this game. Oh, okay. Yeah. They beat the Green Bay Packers. The Carolina Panthers are 8 and 0, which no one or 7 and 1, actually, 7 and 1. Because no one no one would have thought that they would make it this far to 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 be that good. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, which is which is kind of surprising. So I mean, the Packers are very good. The Panthers beat them. Their quarterback, Cam Newton, though, is in the news for this. The news. I mean, he's in the news because he was walking into the stadium on uh, Sunday for their game, and he saw a giant Green Bay Packers banner that a fan had made. And it had an outline of North Carolina, and it said... Um, Carolina Cheesehead or something like that. I'm sorry, I don't have the picture right in front of me. Basically implying that that North Carolina is Green Bay Packers country. Okay. Green Bay's in Wisconsin. Cam Newton saw it and he did not like it. And he actually grabbed the banner and ripped it down and uh, walked off with it. Which I think is kind of funny.
1: That's kind of funny. I mean, that. He's,
0: and, and he talked about it, and he's he's like,
1: I mean, signs are for trolling, and that's a, if you can get a reaction like that. Yeah, I mean, was, that's the ultimate. That's he, the ultimate he was get.
0: He was trolling him, and I mean, he was trolling Carolina. This this guy was, and Cam Newton stuck up for it and and said that uh, he thought it was disrespectful, so he he ripped it down, <laughs> and walked off with it. Now the guy himself uh, threw a fit. He, he um, said it went from a fun event to I was disgusted. I mean, oh, you were wow. hanging a trolling sign in North Carolina, calling it Green Bay Packer country. You had to expect a response. Oh, yeah. Maybe you didn't expect your sign would be ripped down. But at the same time, you know somebody's not going to like that sign. Mm-hmm. You're doing it to antagonize people. And then to be shocked and disgusted when it works. Mm-hmm. You got the quarterback of the team you're trolling to walk over and rip down your sign. Your trolling worked, dude.
1: That doesn't say a lot for the quarterback.
0: Well, no, he shouldn't have done that either. Now, what the what's happened is, I guess they've afterwards, is the guy said the guy apparently paid five hundred dollars to have this sign printed, five hundred dollars to have his trolling sign printed, and the, the he he demanded that he be repaid for that that money for the sign. So the Panthers have reached out. They're gonna. They've worked out a deal where they, he's gonna get his money back, and I think I think he might even get like autographed stuff for this. So he's gonna be taken care of. They're both just kind of morons. I mean, you're the he- you're the quarterback. You shouldn't mm. be walking over tearing down signs. At the same time, if I were a Carolina Panthers fan, I'd be like, yeah, right on. Like if somebody ripped down a Lakers sign in the in the Rose Garden here. That would it would be, okay. be deservedly so. Yes. I mean, yeah, what if somebody like like imagine this, like at the Rose Garden for the Portland Trailblazers somebody held up a big outline of Oregon and it just said Lakers Country. Oh
1: ho, ho, ho. yeah.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, you know. Good for him. All right, well, in honor of that though. Oh no. In honor of the Green of the uh Carolina Panthers being seven and one right now. I have found this. The Carolina Panthers came into the league in the uh, 90s, Sarah?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or maybe it was 88. Either way. What I've got here is the Carolina Panthers' 1995 fight song. And it is A Thing of Glory. Stand and cheer for the Panthers. Stand and cheer for
1: the team. The pride of both. That. Sounds like the good old the days, days, Carolina, days, Greg. Carolina, Carolina, best of them all. From the end zone to the end zone. Carolina, Carolina, carry the ball. Oh, nothing could be finer than nothing in Carolina for a Panther football game.
0: I like that. <laughs> well, there we go. Carolina Panthers, seven and one. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
1: Greg, back to the Starbucks thing really quick. Yes. With the red cups. Yes. I was looking at some of the things uh, online. Mm-hmm. People are crazy.
0: Okay, tell me something. All
1: right, so this is a, the, Twitter's responses, like people on Twitter. Well, one of the, let's see, it says, Merry Christmas stuff. So the hashtag Merry Christmas Starbucks mm-hmm. is the one that's trending. Okay. Because they all want you know the Christmas stuff back. You just lost my business. Hashtag red cups. And Merry Christmas. Star-
0: that's a... Okay, that's such a long hashtag. You're using up all of your space on Twitter, but okay, all right.
1: I'm so uh, Renee B says I'm so tired of the PCBS now at Starbucks. Now they're PCing Christmas. <laughs> Wait a minute, how are they being PC? Really? How about this hashtag? Boycott Starbucks. Hashtag they, Merry Christmas Starbucks.
0: Didn't they? I mean, it's explicitly a Christmas cup. How are they being PC with it?
1: At Desert River said, "There's nothing that could entice me to spend one penny at Starbucks. Nothing. Bunch of <laughs> radical liberal terrorists." Wow. 2015, the year that Christmas They're was terrorists? finally ruined forever.
0: Because Christmas depends
1: on Starbucks? It does. Wow. And people, yeah, and then it's the sassy people fighting back. Can I get a name for your cup? Sure. It's Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So that's a thing.
0: That is a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for Bingo Night.
0: Bingo Night. Did I agree to record myself tonight? Fucking, what was I thinking? I don't want to do that.
1: Well, I don't want to say creepy things after 069, but that's just the way it happens.
0: My boy is yours?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think dinner for two is the worst. Dinner one. for two is so that's gross. So
0: that's so that's gross. Gnarly. That yeah yeah yep. Yeah. That's that's gross. And
1: yeah, nobody needs to hear that.
0: But you will. It'll be Thursday night, 4847 Southeast (sighs) Division, Landmark Saloon, for Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, brought to you by Small Town Brewery, not your father's root beer. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all amazing.
1: You are amazing. And Greg also thinks you're fantastic.
0: Yes, that too. (laughs) Um, we appreciate it when you are able to share our show. So if you know somebody who is looking for a podcast or someone, uh, or you find an episode of ours really funny or that you really like and you want to share it with someone, please do so. You can do it directly from our website. Each episode has share buttons or you can just uh, copy and paste it or let somebody know, however you want to do it.
1: Oh my goodness, we just we appreciate love it. it.
0: Yes, uh, when more people find out about the show and we pretty much depend on you guys for that and we really, really thank you for, for all of that help.
1: That was very sweet and heartfelt, Greg.
0: What well, is? I appreciate when people share Asked our show. As do I. It makes me very happy. Unlike tonight's, going to make me. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
1: .com. bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.